Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Human Library Podcast. My name is Michelle, and I'm your host for today. And in this episode, we're joined by three very special guests. Uh, their names are Jiayan, Jocelyn, and Guan. So, hello, everyone. So if you guys do not know, these three students here, they are from our nursing faculty in Utah, and they have undergone the first year of nursing school whole, fully online. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves, starting with Jiayan? Okay, sure. Um, so hi, everyone. I'm Jiayan. Um, I'm a nursing student who, you know, just survived my first year, and um, I'm born and raised in Ipo Perak. That's a little bit of basic information about me. Um, prior to my nursing degree, I was actually in STPM. Yeah, I did Form 6. That's a little bit about me, I guess. Mm, that's very nice, very nice, STPM. Um, what about Jocelyn? Maybe you can introduce yourself. So hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Jocelyn. Uh, I just finished my year one studies in Utah nursing. So I'm actually mm. born and raised in Pataling Jaya Selangor. And yeah, I think that's pretty much about me. Yeah. Okay, okay. And yeah, we have Goan. Goan, let's, uh, let's hear from you. Yeah, my name is Goan and I'm a classmate of Josmi and Jayan as well. Uh, pre previously, I had my study the foundation in Massa and then I mm -hmm. am from Johor and yeah. Oh, okay, I see. Wait, so you study in foundation from Massa, but why Utah? Okay, this is uh, a little bit drama. Drama? So, <laughs> okay. I always wanted to be in part of the healthcare industry. So during my middle school, I always hard work to strike very good results to get into this healthcare profession. So after my SPM, I went into Massa to pursue MBBS and then and then I think that the fees for the MBBS is overwhelmed for my family. And mm. after that, I choose to go for engineering in Utah because engineering is the fees for engineering is kind of low and you can make good money la, after graduation. But engineering mm. is not my, my passion is not there. And I actually very depressed during the engineering study. So, uh, after the discussion with my family, then we decided for me to continue my dream life to be in this healthcare profession. So wow. that's why I'm here. Wow, that's very commendable. <laughs> wow, that's like, wow. It's like you went from healthcare and then you just switched courses because for financial reasons, you just switched courses because MBBS is very costly. Uh, and then for you to come back to healthcare because you realize that it's your passion, I find that that's a very, it's very touching and very heartwarming to hear. Yeah, so actually you already answered the next question that I was about to ask. Uh, maybe we can hear from, we can hear from uh, Jayan and Jocelyn as well. Uh, my question for you is, what is the reason for you to join nursing school? Something similar with Goan, I also have like transitions. 
I was actually a pure art student taking oh. accounts, econs, and ed math in my secondary school. So I have no science background at all. I don't know chemistry, don't know physics, don't know biology. I just had general science back then. Then uh, thinking of doing law, I went to do A-levels and then I did. Wasn't my cup of tea and did it. And then I was lost because I didn't know what to do back then. So when I did not know what to do, my sister who was a staff nurse uh, in Fatima Hospital, so she prompted me to try out nursing. She was like, oh, why not you just go and try it and see whether you like it or not? Because she also wanted to become a teacher. And then after that, she also transitioned to nursing. So my family was like, nursing, it's not a very clean job. So they are mm. not sure whether if I could handle those dirty works. So uh, I decided to actually try out working in Asunta Hospital. Not sure if you heard of it. It's in PJ. Mm. Uh, so I tried that out in mid-June 2017 like that. So I signed a six months contract to work as a patient care assistant. So it's like an assistant of a staff nurse. Oh, so basically, so what do you do? the jobs yeah. are like uh, you bed bath patient, toilet bath, mm. uh, changing diapers, uh, everything except for giving medications, that kind of thing. Because yeah. mm. you haven't gone through the study yet and you're not supposed to do it because they're scared. What if anything happens from there? So yeah, it was actually from there reasons. I like the satisfaction when, yeah, uh, it was from there where you find that, oh, there is a certain satisfaction where after you have helped someone, physically you see them getting well and then uh, leaving hospital. So it was from there I realized that I like the job, but I lack the knowledge because mm. when they don't really teach you, so you have to go in like hands on. So first day you go there, you, you see people do what uh, passing report. So without any knowledge, you go in there, passing report, you don't know what's diagnosis, you don't know who is the doctor, you don't know what's going on, you don't know what they need to avoid, you don't know what they need to do. So you are clueless. Mm. Then slowly picking up uh, day by day, but that's a lot of things that I still lack of because uh, I didn't study this profession yet at all. So it was from there I decided to do this profession and to actually know more so that in the future if I enter back uh, to the hospital setting, I could do much more than what I did back then. Mm, I think it's a very... What you said really touches my heart as well because many people kind of think that when they think about a nurse or they think about a doctor or anyone in the healthcare profession, right? They always think of someone who uh, has studied the science field all their life. And then like, it's like very clear cut. Yeah, I love science and I'm sure this is what I'm going to do. But really, people who are involved in healthcare, they can come from all sorts of backgrounds, all sorts of different knowledge. And it's not really the knowledge that's like the main point or the thing that matters. Yes, it's important, but it's very important to have that heart also. And I can really see that uh, between Go, Go An and also 
Justin as well, like you yourself as well, I can see that you, you guys are really passionate for, about this. And I'm sure that's going to take you very far as well. So yeah, that's very heartwarming to hear. I'm sure our listeners also uh, will be very encouraged to hear that as well from, from the both of you. And how about Jiayan? Can you share with us why did you decide to go into nursing school? Um, for me, like I feel like my story kind of like resonate with both Guan's and, and Jocelyn's story. The part where mm. Guan says that's what he feels like all this while to go into the healthcare profession. That's like how I felt also like after form five, I kind like I kind of knew already that I want to be in the healthcare profession, but there's like so many options in there which mm -hmm. I wasn't exactly sure which I would like to do. I thought of MBBS too, but like, I, I don't think my brain can handle that. And, you know, I was uh, in search of what exactly I want to go into. And mm -hmm. I was very, very lucky, I will say. Um, I was given a, an opportunity to, to do an exchange program to the United States where I was luckily hosted in the, the city where the famous Mayo Clinic is at. So yeah, I was hosted <gasps> in Rochester, Minnesota. And um, wow. in school, I went for like high school for a bit and I did like health sciences uh, subjects and I managed to get an opportunity to visit Mayo Clinic and have a shadowing in their phlebotomy lab. and things like that. So all these uh, experiences actually add up my passion further to mm -hmm. help myself know that, oh, that's the thing I want to do. It's like, it's almost like I wouldn't know where I could end up to be if I weren't going to do this nursing thing. Like, you know, if it's not this, mm -hmm. then what? I can't imagine myself doing some other job in the lab mm -hmm. not really in the office not really because i like talking to people i can't really um you know face the machines every day that's not what i mm -hmm. like and i also you know get to know a few friends who are already nurses and working in male clinic and um having them as a friends i kind of knew that um you know nurse actually it's not as bad of of a job uh, as people thought, you know how Asian or Malaysian or at least for yes. my family, we have the yes. conservative thinking, nursing, like Joseph also have mentioned, it's a dirty job, which my mom yeah. thinks so too. Um, but I realized it's actually not that, you know, it's, it's, it's mm. more than that. It's now a profession already. It's no longer like, uh, you know, someone who works for the doctor we are no longer that you know we actually work alongside the doctors and we have our very um, our, our own job skills like basically like we have our own mm -hmm. views of responsibilities that we have to cover which besides a nurse no one else would do it so that's yeah. one of the reasons if you ask me like what actually motivates me into uh you know going into nursing i would say uh, that opportunity where i get from my exchange experience are actually the biggest biggest um motivation for me to uh, essentially go into nursing mm. yeah i think um it really resonates with me when you said like you don't really like to 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 go and look at all the machines and all that it's really the patient 
partner-patient relationship that really matters, right? It's like something that is no... Nothing else can replace this. Like, it's something that is no other. I, I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. I'm not very good at explaining it as well. And also, like, how people... Some people or like, you know, the Asian culture, when they when they call it a dirty job or saying like, oh, why why do you want to be a nurse? You can do other things. You can make more money for, for less effort, lesser effort and all that. But really, it's not... Making money is not the only important thing in life. And it's very important for us to find a job that makes us feel fulfilled. And I feel like from what three of you explained, it really solidifies with me that you guys really know what your direction in life and your your passion in life is, what, what it is, and how these things are the things that matter, the things that make you feel fulfilled. And it doesn't really matter what other people say. They can say it's like a dirty job or whatever, but I think, right, that nurses are most of the time undervalued or they are like underappreciated, but really they are a very strong part in the healthcare system as well. Like, of course, yeah, they, they help take care of the patients, but also even helping out, they sometimes they know more than the doctors as well. I think they're also very integral in the part of like training junior doctors as well. When doctors are busy, nurses are the one who actually bring and support junior doctors. That's how I, I feel. And it's like very wrong to, to, to undercut that or like undervalue that. Yeah, so I'm very glad that we, we can talk about this. And it's not like a very, it's not a very shallow uh, reason like, why you want to go into nursing. It's like a very, it's something that's, that you hold deep to your heart. And I'm very glad that you guys are willing to share with us today uh, your reasons for wanting to go into nursing. Thank you so much. Let's talk about the transition from pre-U to, uh, to uni level. So uh, you guys, uh, one from foundation, another one from SPPM, and then one more from... Sorry. Um, actually, uh, I did a variety oh. of pre-U's, yeah. Uh, I did A-levels and then uh, I progressed to UK to further my yeah. studies. Whoa, which is not nursing okay. in day. <laughs> not not nursing. Something mm. similar. I, I was actually uh, planning to choose nursing. But then because uh, I was uh, having a relationship back then and then uh, we tend to think a bit further. So <laughs> nursing don't really have balanced work life because oh, you have a lot of time in work and then you don't really have time for your family. So after all, mm -hmm. I think... Mm. So why not I don't do this and I have a much more uh, balanced work life, which mm. uh, you work at an office timing, but still healthcare. So I pick up osteopathy. No, I'm not sure if you heard of that. It's a combination of physiotherapy and occupational therapy kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, but they I are see, not. Yeah, but they are not chiropractors. It's different. More towards physiotherapy. So I picked up that, mm -hmm. did a year in UK, and then uh, my boyfriend passed on. And then I didn't really know whether if I should it's continue fun. it. So oh. at the end, I, I I couldn't stay there alone uh, at the same place. Uh, basically, mm. emotional couldn't, I couldn't sustain that emotionally. So after that, mm. I withdraw 
and I left and come back. And then when I come back, uh, basically, Utah don't recognize what I did in UK. So I have Ooh. to restart all over. So I did another foundation in Utah and then progress on into first year. Yeah. So oh, um, I see. it's two years already. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you had, oh, you had quite an expensive background for your education. Okay. Yes, I will, yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. Let's talk about, okay, how did it feel to transition from that pre-level to uni? Maybe Justin, you can, you can start like, how did it feel uh, from, from foundation year in Utah? Since you've experienced foundation year in Utah, do you feel like it equips you for what you're, you went through in first year? Of nursing school? No. <laughs> okay, because uh, education system is a little bit different, I think, in US, UK, and in Malaysia. So yeah, for US, definitely. like, from an art subject, you can go and transition to a science subject easily. And uh, uh, American studies are like, if I'm not mistaken, you can pick out courses that you want uh, just by the credit hours, and you can fit however you want. So during your first okay. year, you might not you might not need to study everything based, like very major on your course. You can pick up mm. other things like probably uh, piano classes or whatever, something that doesn't really relate at all. Then for UK's one, uh, you can transition, but you have to take their particular foundation background or so. Oh. Yeah, like a few, like one or two semester. But in Malaysia to transit, it's harder as compared to those countries. So. If an art student wants to do medicine, MBBS student like that, uh, basically you cannot transit. So, mm. so long as if you choose a wrong step in secondary school, you picked out arts, you will never, never, never be a MBBS student in your life in mm. future. You will never become a doctor anyways. So, mm. uh, the only way if you want to be a healthcare from an art student is nursing. Um, yeah, I guess so, that's true. Yeah, yeah I realized that so it's a very it's option. a very narrow road for Malaysians. Very rigid. <laughs> yeah, so very rigid. It, at an age of fifteen years old, you never think properly whether you want to be yeah. a science student. If you don't know what you want, better go for science because you can change to yeah. arts. If you're not sure, right, just take everything or like just do science first, and then when you true. want to transition to or later yeah. you want to accounting, it's okay, it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone do science and then do accounting after that. And then I'm like, I and I study accounts background and I want to go science. So I'm one of the odd one out there. You did the impossible. <laughs> Don't really understand sometimes when class, like when teachers say like scientific terms, and when they yeah. say like certain high pressure to low pressure, something like that, the kind of thing. And then you'd be like, yeah. hmm. Never heard of that. And then lecturers will be like, ah, I assume you all studied already in your high school, right? Okay, let's move on. And then you'll be like, no, I don't study you be like, no, school. I didn't. No, not me. Ooh, wow, okay. Wow, so I really appreciate, well, wow. I'm really impressed that you will do that double effort. You need to put like in twice or three times the effort to to understand and catch up to That's that level. That's why my academic advisor say like, oh, uh, uh, when she had like personal call with us, she, uh -huh. she told this thing where, oh, apple and orange are different. You cannot compare your results. So we are the orange <laughs> people who study science, apple 
our result cannot compare to Jayan and Goan's result because they study science. Oh. oh, now I know who's the who's the outstanding student. So, <laughs> so whenever she whenever yeah. she's like, how's your result? Oh, uh, my result not very good because you know like orange and apple cannot compare. They're different. Uh, that's true. You know, sometimes right, maybe. Um, our academics, right, they don't really reflect in our work life also. La. That's what they always say, you know. They say, like, work life is different. Sure. Our skill set will be, will, be, uh, will be determined when we actually go into workplace. Yeah. So, yeah, don't, don't beat yourself up over, over, over bad results also. Yeah, that's what, something that we should also highlight to the juniors. I think some of them, they'll get disappointed. Like, myself personally also, uh, coming from, I did A-levels, but but then I, when I transitioned to medical school, I find it quite a struggle as well. So I think my results also dropped quite a lot during my, my uh, first few exams. And I was beating myself up over it. But then I realized like, it's not really the, the results that matter. It's just like, as long as you can understand the concept, that's the most important part. And as long as you can progress, that will be good enough. And okay, what about... Go on, maybe you can tell us. Okay, so I think Masa uh, well prepared their students for degree. Uh, they have biology, chemistry, phys physics, these three basic science subjects. And then they also have psychology and uh, biomedical science during their wow. foundation studies. So the biomedical science actually helps a lot. Uh, we can learn about the MRI, the things like that, and some specific oh. terms about your body. Yeah, so when I go to nursing, it's kind of, it's very helpful uh, for me. Um, go on. So there is a stigma around um, male nurses and specifically like some of them do face discrimination, especially I think in the Asian, con in the Asian culture, the concept of male nurses is sometimes, uh, yeah, being discriminated, discriminated against. So what is your perspective on that? And have you yourself faced any sort of discrimination so far? Uh, I've been good as a male nurse in my environment so far. No one like uh, discrim discriminate me and everyone is fine. Everyone is good to me. And then actually male nurse is kind of popular among nurse this career because they require men's power in handling the patients such as mm helping the patient to get up and then mm. help them to bath re requires a lot of energy. So yeah, mm. Mionis is actually very, very popular in this yes. career. Yes. Mm. Okay, that's very good. What about um, Jiayan? How did you, how do you think the transition was like for you? For me, because of like, uh, um, I, I have taken science my whole life. <laughs> I mean like yeah. for, for, from secondary school to you. Uh, I went for SCBM first in science and then I did nursing. So uh, you know how people always say uh, SCBM it's uh, pretty much preparing for everything because the syllabus is hard to learn a lot of stuff which is mm. quite true like uh, for some of the subjects that we are learning in, in uh, my nursing degree, they actually are similar to what I have already learned in uh, SCBM or even earlier on in secondary school. But definitely, mm. it's not uh, totally the same. Uh, that's uh, 
it, it's more at once what we learn here in, in nursing degree. It's more at once, of course. And I don't know if anyone can relate. My brain, they kind of just delete the old memories because of storage. You know, I don't have enough hard disk. So um, whatever I have learned in my SCBM or earlier on, not everything stays in there. <laughs> yeah, like... I like I kind of know I learned this before in my SCBM, but uh, when it comes to more detailed um, knowledge about it, I tend to find that myself have already forgotten about them. So um, still need a lot of hard work to catch up, lah. So yeah. yeah, it's not it's not like the easiest thing to 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 transit into. Yeah, there's still mm. challenges, of course. Yeah. Yes. I, I agree as well. I always feel like I'm always low on storage up here. So yeah. I also need to I also need to upgrade my storage. We just have to revise consistently. I think that's the that's the tip here. Uh revise consistently. Nobody is perfect, but we can do our best. Um yeah. okay. Okay, so let's talk about online nursing school specifically. So um I'm sure this is a very interesting concept, learning nursing online. Is it possible? Is it not? Let's find out. So how did it feel? Um, how did online nursing school feel like for you? Um, Go An, can you tell us about your experience? What were your expectations actually going into nursing school at first? And then did it meet your expectations? Were you disappointed? Were you impressed? Okay, I actually very happy with these online classes because I can always revise back to the previous classes. Lah. So oh, yeah. when sometimes I don't understand about this, I can, yeah, always look back. And this is the, the pros from uh, physical class, I think. So uh, yeah, online classes is very good for me, better than physical class, I think. Don't yes. you miss going to see your friends and everything? Does it get lonely? Uh, no, actually. <laughs> no? It's just because you and the lectures. We can always meet online, right? So uh, that's true. So safer for now. But um yeah. has has your social life been okay during during the pandemic? I feel like how has it been hard to make new friends coming from cause cause you guys are yeah, you came from Masa, right? Like your Masa Foundation. So did you manage to make new friends uh within the Utah community during the online classes? Uh, the only new friends I make is uh, with Jocelyn, Jayan, and the rest of my class. <laughs> and <laughs> the rest, I don't the rest of your really know them okay. well. Oh, oh wait, so, so your closest friends are Jocelyn and Jayan? No, I, no, no, no. I mean, the whole course, I know, I know oh, them. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Sorry, I thought you meant... I thought you meant just the both of them. But then it should no, be okay no, no. lah. Then. Oh, then that's still yeah, very good. Just, I don't have a chance. Just you have, don't have eight a chance. friends, uh, <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's, more than, that's more than all my friends combined. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have the chance to talk with FBBS students or other course like, like physiotherapy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we didn't have, we didn't get to bond. What to do? Hopefully, you can yeah. we can we can meet next year. You know, okay. What about uh, Jayan? How was how 
how was um online nursing school like for you? Um, I think I think whatever Guan says actually it's very very true. Uh, and that's like mm. pros and cons to everything, including this mm. one. Um, the pro is that, you know, I have very 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 inverted lifestyles <laughs> in the sense that I stay awake at night and stay asleep in the day and classes happen in a day so you kind of get what I mean but yeah. <laughs> yeah I fall asleep in classes so that's like the, the cons of it I, I don't know mm. it's a pro or cons because you know you get to you get to have a very weird lifestyle because of online school but mm. um, I guess it's not for your good for your health so that's like the cons and falling asleep in class is not good for your focus because you just you don't know what lectures talk like lectures talk about in the lecture. You can't ask questions, and then you just and but the pro is that uh, with online school you get to watch back all the recordings like what uh one have mentioned. Yeah, and I'm the type who always watch back the recordings. I mean, mm, like I definitely miss practical class though, like uh because I'm the type like I said I fall asleep in class. I actually. Mm fall asleep a lot in my secondary school and also SCPM too. Like I fall asleep all in the time class? in class. I'm just the type who cannot sit and listen because that really, mm. really drifts my attention off. I will really like listen and then for another second I will like so <laughs> that's me in class uh, all these years. So oh. um, that's why I appreciate practical class because it makes me, mm. you know, walk around, stand up, oh. doing things that I can easily focus on because it's fun doing all these things, right? And sitting mm. down listening, uh, not really, I cannot tahan. So yeah, that's that's what I miss. And I think that's the thing that I miss the most uh, from mm. doing online class, you know? That's like the cause yeah. of it. So yeah. Mm, I think actually I do agree to what Guan and Jayan say. I do prefer uh, the online class because whether am I asleep or not, which sometimes you're not asleep in class. It's just that when you listen, listen, when you don't understand the front part, like uh. scientific stuff, when you don't understand the front part, then slowly you don't understand the second part. Like the first oh, yes, hour, they're all connected. Like the introduction of the second mm. session. So you don't understand the first one, you'll be like, I oh, forget about it, I don't listen already. So you are awake <laughs> sitting there, but you cannot listen already. Yeah, you'll be like, I was very later, like, I cannot already. So after that, you'll have to set another allocation time in your SDL mm. time, where the teacher are like, you know, in your SDL time, you're supposed to study things more than what is in the syllabus. And I have uh. like, do you know, inside syllabus, so I difficult, it's quite difficult for me to understand everything thoroughly. And you're trying to mm. expect something even out of the box. I'm like, hmm, no thanks. I can't do it. So... Classes will be classes, and then whether you understand or not, you still have to sit down there, and you couldn't pause. Uh, you cannot be like, teacher, what do you say? Just now you repeat again. So sometimes we don't pause. We'll just let them flow because it's recorded. Uh, it'll be mm. safe in Microsoft Teams. So after that, you'll pick some time where you are much more uh, available. When your brain can start up, usually at night for me also and then you sit down there when everyone is asleep environment is quiet 
no yes. frying cooking pans out around. Yes. Then you start watching the video, play it absolutely slow. When Sarah's teachers, because different teachers have different uh, accent, different way of speaking, mm. and you are mm. supposed to suit your ear according to them at a different video type. So if you listen to this particular lecturer, you have to suit uh, him or her speaking uh, accent. So when you listen, some kind of words you don't really hear very smoothly. So you go back, replay, and hear again. Replay. So I tend to replay and replay multiple times mm -hmm. on the same exact part just to hear like probably a sentence clearly. One word. So, one word. Different. I have tried one or two words. So I've tried listening like uh, an hour. So one hour video. I don't watch it in an hour. It probably takes me around three, four hours. Because in the middle, you'll probably press your phone, then you go to the toilet, then your mouth get itchy, you try to look for things to eat. So that one hour video and then plus replaying and replaying and replaying endless time. So end up it'll take around four or five hours. So technically, uh, it does help you uh, rewind, re revise in a sense. It's mm. better. Uh, Let's talk about the challenges that you have faced during the um, online classes. So do you have any uh, challenges that you have faced or any nice interesting stories that you would like to share with us uh, throughout your time in first year of nursing school? Uh, I think there's no problems about online class. La. But there is one subject I find it very difficult for me la, for the first year. I don't know, uh, following years we, have, we will have subjects like this or not, but this subject is very challenging. Yeah, I actually decrease the time for the other subjects. Lah. So I think I spend most of my semester to study this particular subject and I don't read more about the others. So, mm. so it's like you had, you had to have very good time management skills, lah, basically. You had to allocate more yeah. time to study this uh, subject that should not be named. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and then you managed to pass. So like, yeah, that's good. That's good also. So one tip for our juniors, have very good time management skills. Focus on the things that you don't know um, rather than the things that you already know. Throughout this uh, conversation, uh, we've probably shared a bit here and there about uh, tips that juniors can also take as well because I'm sure they have a lot to learn from your stories as well. Um, sharing is caring. Why don't you share any tips? Like this question is now dedicated to tips that you would have for our incoming juniors. Uh, juniors who are coming in for the first time, so excited to learn. What kind of tips do you have for them to prepare them for the journey ahead, the very long journey into the healthcare field? Well, I guess I can go first. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Diane. Just imagine I'm a junior right now. What would you tell me going okay. into the thing? Hi, Michelle. Okay. Well, Hi. Okay. Yeah. Academic-wise, I guess, um, like you have covered this, so, so you really have to know your own learning style well, whether you are like a visual person who you appreciate re like visualizing things and that's how you can learn better, then by all means, really get better visual 
you can even draw your own mind map and things like that, uh, which is not me, I cannot draw my map. Um, or whether you are a person who can listen really well, like, uh, oh, listen actually make me drift off, so that's not me also. But if you are, uh, then you should follow lectures. Like by listening, you can, uh, if you can learn better, then really follow lectures. So really by knowing your own learning style, right, you can, you can learn more effectively. So first you have to find out your own learning style. And the second one also, I think uh, learning one knowledge and also being able to apply it during exam is like two different things. So answering exam is also a technique that should be learned. You have to learn how to score in exams. Mm. I mean, for, for nursing studies, right, for now that uh, we are doing all the exams, I actually kind of can give a few differences like I can sense a few differences on how to answer uh, exam compared to my previous studies in like a mm -hmm. STBM or like even secondary school so because my background as a bi biology students or like science pure science students right in the past when we have exam we actually have to write essays and you have to remember every single detail of a certain let's say a certain process like Krebs cycle or whatsoever mm. you have to remember from, yeah like this whole thing like how it goes from this to this like what mm. what element I don't even know what you call that already like what element turned to what and mitochondria every single <laughs> details right but mm. for nursing studies now um, in exam we actually uh, they actually ask more of those um very basic concepts of things like I say um can't think of a good example now huh? but but uh it's more of a short answer questions as uh, it's self-explanatory because like when you have an exam um it's called SAQ for a reason right short answer questions yes. so it's really they really ask you for short answer which um um it covers the subtopic of a main topic rather than asking you details. I think that's like the difference on how you can try to focus on when you study. So mm. yeah, those are some little tips on how I study that. I'm not sure if it's helpful. I was trying to say also, um, for me personally, right, I actually really think uh, for nursing, practical skills is also very, very important. And uh, I haven't really try this out yet because of the pandemic and things like that and also since i i have already just completed with my first year with not much skill learn but uh in the future even for myself i really want to try out more uh like volunteering works or even some other activities outside of school which is mm. you know non-academic but uh things that can help you learn your skills Let's say you volunteer mm. in like a nursing home, then you can learn how to do like practically do bed bath for your pay, uh, for for uh, elderly, not like mm. bed, but uh, like bed bathing a man queen because in school all you have <laughs> is a man queen, right? So can, yes. yeah, that's why yeah. I think I think that's something I really want to do also, and I feel like I should. Mm, you should be encouraged to do that too, like to go out and try out some other activities that can allow you to learn your practical skills 
Yeah, mm, that's very correct. That's like learning is not just limited to within the classroom. I I really uh, agree with you as well that we can learn not by not just by reading or going through our lectures, but also by everything around us. Like how you say, volunteering is a very good way to do it. And I'm sure, uh, yes, do encourage our listeners to volunteer whenever they can as well. And it can really build up their skill set for uh, when they enter the workforce and when they actually become nurses next time in the future. Okay, so that's very good. Um, how about Go An? So, I don't... I don't know if this is appropriate term, but we need to be shameless. Uh, I mean, we cannot be shy la, when we encounter the patient or lecturers, right? In the academic-wise, right? When you don't understand this uh, thing, you have to always ask the lecturer because in healthcare profession, we cannot assume things. Ma. Everything must be proved with evidence. So if you don't know this thing, you must go and ask your lecturers. And in practicals, maybe we cannot we cannot be shy also to our patients because when you're shy, your speaking volume is actually very low and they cannot hear what you're talking about. So yes, when we speak, we have to write, have the correct, I mean, the appropriate volume and the terms we're using. Maybe we can use a uh, internet resources that there are actually yes. very much resources we can use online and maybe this thing is not covered in your uh, sub, uh, lecture notes or or you want to learn more about it you can always go online mm. and yes the last thing is like Michelle said just now time managing and self uh, discipline is very important always cut your always trim your nails cut your hair and be presentable la, when you encounter your patient. Yeah, I think yes, that's, that's very true. I think um, <clears throat> like what you mentioned just now about not being shy, actually. Um, I think that's very important. Maybe some of us can will be insecure or like think that, um, oh, what if I'm the only one who doesn't know this? But I'm sure none of us will fault each other or blame each other if we are confused or if we don't know anything. It's always better to ask because at least we're still in the classroom setting, or even next time when we're working, right? Yeah, like what you say, you cannot just assume anything. One, um, assuming things, and then if you are wrong, and if that leads to something worse, that's even that's even worse compared to just feeling shy or feeling embarrassed a little bit. As long as you're willing to learn and not be shy, I think yeah, that's a very good um, practical advice for our juniors as well. Uh, always be willing to ask, and don't don't be afraid to voice out. How about Jocelyn? What's your golden advice for our juniors? Mm, to think properly whether is there an option that you really want to go for it. Something that you have to think twice because uh, like what I've said previously, uh, things that I studied last time and now it's it's a completely different thing. So I'm stepping mm -hmm. onto a, a something like a whole new world, <laughs> something that uh, I don't know. So mm -hmm. uh, the willingness to pick things up uh, is one thing the perseverance the determination to want to do it uh and you you'll feel like oh it, it's a do or die thing that it's your only way that kind of thing a perseverance to uh continue even though you know that so like uh what you have mentioned like uh you have to know everything a little bit so 
it's impossible to know everything 100%, I think, for someone who comes from arts, because our foundation, our basic of arts, uh, of science is already not strong. So mm. on top of that, you have to learn like another whole bulk of thing. Uh, to continue when you don't know, you don't understand, but you have to continue to understand and study uh, to have a strong heart, basically, also. Like when mm. teachers say probably you fail or uh, why do you not understand such simple terminologies or such simple uh, metaphor just because you do not study that last time. So having a strong heart and perseverance is very important. Lastly, I would say that um, I think uh, it's a combination of what Gohan said. The shameless thing to not to be shy as well to stand up uh to advocate what i mean uh to say out when something is wrong not just something is wrong with mm. your patient but also as simple as when something is wrong with studies education something is wrong with what mm. your lecturers say probably uh or something is wrong within the system itself uh mm. to be brave enough to stand up and ask so being able mm. to uh, confront uh, things that you don't understand things that you don't know uh, things that you find even when there is something wrong uh, to someone who is of more superior than you mm. uh, i think it's also very important because in future mm. you also face like what if patient have something mm, doctors may make mistakes also so Mm. cannot be just because oh they are a doctor now they study more than me and i don't even dare to ask i don't even dare to say are you doing something wrong or um, is it it's better to ask and even get scolded than there is a mistake that happened eventually at the end yes I yes i think that's very that's very true especially like like how you say um doctors can make mistakes as well yes of course and also nurses sometimes they know the patient more than the doctor himself because they're the one taking care of the patient most of the time. We're about to get to the end of our conversation, but I have one final question to ask the three of you, which is um, any last words to say that you would like to share to our juniors? Um, I think mine will be, um, I think it's, it's, it's inspired by whatever uh, Guan and Jocelyn have mentioned just now. Really don't be afraid of making mistakes. And I think the lecturers always tell us also, like, now is the time for you to make mistakes because when you are working as a nurse or even healthcare providers in the real setting already, there's no room for making mistakes. So really now is the time to ask questions and make mistakes. So yeah, that's mm. how you learn, right? So yeah, don't mm. be afraid. <laughs> yes, don't be afraid. Make mistakes now, not, not in the future. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what about um, Goan? This is from this is from our HOD. She always say, if you think nursing is not your path, and you can always choose the other way. Because when when you think this subject, this course is already alter your mental health, and you you are not so fond of it, you can mm -hmm. always quit. La. Don't force yourself into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, because it's not an easy path. And if it's not fulfilling to you, it's always better to just quit and force yourself through it. Yeah. That's correct. 
to conclude. Um, just leave. I can do it. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you guys are very remarkable people. Okay. So thank you so much for coming in to talk with us and you've shared very good insight and I'm sure our juniors are very excited to 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 hear more from you or um they're very excited and I'm sure you've inspired them to start their new semester. So uh thank you so much for listening to this point. If you guys are still listening, I hope you are. Anyways, I hope um you guys have enjoyed this episode and thank you so much for uh, tuning in and do follow our socials as well we have instagram and our youtube channel and we have facebook as well please subscribe uh, so you don't miss out on any updates and i will see you in the next episode thank you bye bye